This podcast is proudly produced and presented by the Zoomer Podcast Network, home of great podcasts like Marilyn Lightstone Reads, Idea City on the Air, and The Garden Show. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. Fight Back with Libby Snymer on Zoomer Radio with guest host Jane Brown. Libby's back tomorrow. Well, you may have heard the news this morning here on Zoomer Radio. Auto theft is up 6% across Canada. And a new report from the Insurance Bureau of Canada puts New Brunswick at the top of the list with a 28% increase year over year, with Ontario in second place at 15%. Steve Key from the Insurance Bureau of Canada is on the line with us to talk about about this concerning trend. Hi, Steve. Well, good afternoon, Jane. The most likely stolen vehicles and pickup trucks are SUVs, SUVs and pickup trucks. Why is that? Well, I think there's value uh, to a lot of these vehicles. And we found that, um, you know, part of our analysis that uh, some of these vehicles are targeted as part of really trade-based money laundering and sometimes organized crime tries to, uh, to, 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 to target these vehicles and ship them in containers overseas. Uh, now, tell us about the way the vehicles are being stolen. That is changing in some ways, in part because of technology. How so? Well, there are a couple of, of different things. I mean, uh, normally we would say the majority, and, and the vast majority of, of vehicles are stolen uh, because they're crimes of opportunity. Uh, someone leaves their keys in a vehicle warming up, and the, and the vehicle is stolen. We've also seen an increase in some of the uh, technology that allows uh, thieves to, to mimic the, uh, the fob and, uh, and take those vehicles as well. But still, for the most part, it is still a crime of opportunity. How are they doing that? How are that with the technology? Um, in, in part, it's most people have their keys by the door or their fob by the front door. So they're, uh, they're seizing that opportunity with technology. How is that done? Uh, technology would actually be able to uh, scan and mimic uh, the, the key fob, uh, thus giving someone an opportunity to enter the vehicle and then just drive it away. Uh, it is a disturbing trend and one that we continue to watch. Certainly, uh, we will talk to Steve about how to make sure you're not at risk of having your vehicle stolen. But if you'd like to call with your own stories and maybe some of your own advice, if this unfortunate situation has happened to you, we've just opened up the phone lines again. 416-360-0740, toll-free, one 866 Have you ever had your vehicle stolen? And what did you do immediately afterward? And I guess I'll take that question and and ask you, Steve, if you do find your vehicle stolen, what should you do? What are the first things you should do? Well, of course, you should be reporting this to the uh, law uh, uh, enforcement uh, where the police will have a report. You also need to contact your insurance representative uh, to report on the vehicle. Uh, One of the things I always tell people is to be careful what's in your vehicle because what's in your vehicle or what can be seen from your vehicle can also make it a target. We have the holiday season. People may have gifts or boxes in their vehicle. Someone may see that as uh, an opportunity to get in and, and take the whole vehicle. 
And obviously, if you put things in the trunk, and I, I think most of us try to do that to make sure, unless you have really dark tinted, tinted windows, it's a good idea to put anything valuable in the trunk. Uh, how, are they much more likely to just walk by a car if they look in and see really nothing that they can steal? Yeah, that that tends to be it. I, I've even had break-ins to my vehicle several times, and I live in a reasonably quiet neighborhood northeast of of Toronto. But I, you know, if you leave change in in your vehicle, that uh, sometimes has someone an opportunity to break in. I've had Tim Horton cards taken. Uh, so, so again, it, it doesn't take much for someone who really wants to be able to break into your vehicle. If it, so there are two different scenarios, it sounds like. There is the, the petty thieves who just want to get what's in your car, and there are those thieves that would take your car and immediately sell it, and, and off it goes overseas. Well, I mean, some, again, crime of opportunity. Uh, in some cases, they're taken on, on joy rides. Uh, some are stolen, and, and there are cases where they've been uh, the VIN numbers have been changed and sold to consumers who don't know they're buying a stolen car. Some are scrapped for parts, and some are used to commit other crimes. So there's any number of, 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 of ways that vehicles are used after they're stolen. Let's talk about what you do. You mentioned about calling uh, the police and then calling your insurance company. What will the insurance company do? Uh, at, at, at what point, and I guess it's uh, dependent on uh, your particular policy, but is it likely that you w- will have your car replaced or the value of your car replaced? Yeah, it depends on the age of the vehicle and um, and what your coverage uh, would, would do. Older vehicles may not have uh, the same comprehensive coverage on that, and they may just write off the vehicle and, and settle with you. Others will try to give you the value uh, of your vehicle if it's a if it's a newer vehicle. Uh, insurance is one of those things that you're, you're dealing with a depreciating asset, so over time, uh, you're not going to get the the same amount that you would for a, a vehicle that's new. Mm-hmm. Speaking with uh, Steve Key from the Insurance Bureau of Canada here on Zoomer Radio's Fight Back, Jane for Libby, and your stories, because that's what really brings this particular topic to light. Uh, for those of you who've had the unfortunate experience of having something stolen from your car, um, even be it a broken window or advice that you want to pass along, something that happened to you, or you've had your car taken altogether, what was that situation like? How did you feel when you came out and saw that your car was actually missing? It was not where you left it, and it was never to be found again. 416-360-0740. Toll-free, 1-866-740-4740. Steve, we mentioned about uh, the pickup trucks and the SUVs. Uh, For those people who just love their pickup trucks and SUVs, uh, what do you suggest that they do to protect themselves? Well, again, take these necessary steps. You know, don't leave the vehicle running while unattended. Make sure you're parking in a a well-lit area. If you can put your car in the garage, uh, do that. Make sure your windows are up and your your doors are locked. And and, uh, don't leave any personal information in the vehicle, particularly I'm talking your, your ownership or your insurance information, because there's also a growing trend of identity theft, and we don't want to make it easy for people uh, to find out who you are and, 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 and do something with your information. 
It also happens, it seems, at least a couple of times a year, Steve, uh, and recently it happened as well, where a baby is in the back seat in a car seat and you leave the car running. Or Some, some parents, they think, oh, I'm just going to run in and get what I need and come back out because I don't want to wake the baby. And somebody hops in the car and off goes the vehicle. I mean, that really requires a reminder for people as well. Well, that would, that would be a horrifying situation. And as a parent myself who had two kids, uh, it was it was a bit of a pain to bundle them up and take them in and take them out, but uh, I wasn't going to you know make that a, an opportunity and leave my kids in the car. Absolutely, four one six three six zero zero seven forty toll free one eight six six seven forty four seven forty stolen vehicle stories. Let's go to Sheila, who's calling us from Dunkirk, New York. Go ahead, Sheila. Hi, I just wanted to tell you we were visiting Toronto. And we came back to our car, and the window was broken, and everything was gone from our car. And I mean, everything in the trunk and everything was gone. Okay. And I had a jacket that I really enjoyed from Las Vegas, and uh, I can't tell you everything they took. But one of the things they took was my husband's wallet with tickets in it to see Phantom of the Opera. Mm-hmm. And we called the police right away and canceled all our credit cards, and we did all the things you were supposed to do um, after a break-in. And three weeks later, the Toronto police found everything in our car, including my husband's wallet. Wow. In a stolen car that they had the trunk full of stolen articles. That is amazing. That's amazing. And the amazing part was my husband had gotten the tickets and and uh um the car when the car was broken into, they took the tickets and they took the wallet and everything and the guy kept the wallet in his in his stash of goods and the police Lock him up because those tickets still had the receipt in there that we bought them with. Well, it says that thieves aren't always the smartest people, but right. uh, it, again, it, it is that opportunity and the fact that things were visible in that vehicle which made it a bit more of a target. And it's, it's horrible, and I hope you had a chance to finally get to Phantom of the Opera at some point. I was just going to say, Steve, <laughs> Sheila, did you did you see it? Yes, we did, and he was caught and put in jail, and they canceled our tickets, and then we had to get, you know, had to get different ones. Right. But they had the proof that we had the tickets, so we got in, and we didn't have to pay for the tickets again. Well, well for... it's, a, it's hard lesson to be learned, but, uh, you know, you, next time, I, I hope you're not leaving wallets or anything in the vehicle now. Well, they were in the trunk, and we didn't think anything, you know... I yeah. don't know why it was there, and I don't know. And we even got my jacket back from Las Vegas. Well, that is a good news story good that news story. says a lot about our Toronto police. Sheila, thanks for calling in and sharing. And I really appreciate the Toronto police. We do, too. Okay, let's go to Bill in Toronto. Bill, what's your story? Hi. Hi, go ahead. Hi. Uh, yes, uh, in the summer of uh, this summer in June, my son was down in Newfoundland visiting my sister, and he had a motorcycle in the driveway. And uh, uh, yeah, I was taking a garbage out Friday morning. He was coming back Friday afternoon, and uh, I was taking a garbage out. And, and I looked back, and uh, his bike wasn't there. 
Mm. So someone had stolen the bike the Thursday night. He was coming back on the Friday. And uh, so we called him and told him about it. So there's really two sides to this story. The other thing is, uh, so he didn't get another bike. He, he bought a uh, pickup truck, a Dodge pickup truck, which you guys are talking about. He installed him now. So, uh, so, so, but the good thing is, I mean, I hated him riding the bike. He was very, very responsible, but I, I hated him on it. Right. He had it for about three years, so it was kind of like a blessing in disguise. Like, the bike's gone now, and now he has a big, you know, big pickup truck, which to me is a lot safer than a motorcycle. So. That's, a, that's for sure. Uh, thank you, Bill. Yeah. Thanks for calling in. Okay, thanks. Bye. How can you protect your motorcycle, Steve, from being stolen? Well, again, there are some anti-lock features on a motorcycle. I used to ride a motorcycle, and now, of course, I'm past that point and into my Jeep. But uh, there are uh, locks that you can do to lock your wheel in place. But, again, it's like anything else. You probably want to keep that in the garage, and you don't want to keep it out on the street. Because someone with a, a, a tow or a couple of people could lift that right up and just Take it away. Yeah, right. Well, Steve, it's always a pleasure chatting with you. Thanks for joining us. Not a problem, Jane. Anytime. Steve Key from the Insurance Bureau of Canada. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of Fight Back on Zoomer Radio. Heard weekdays from noon to one. This podcast is proudly produced and presented by the Zoomer Podcast Network, home of great podcasts like Marilyn Lightstone Reads, Idea City on the Air, and The Garden Show.